You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadine Bible Reading Plan and Charles River Church. To have your own copy of this reading plan sent straight to your inbox, you can sign up at charlesriver.lmd.church. For more information about Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name's Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Lamentations 1-1 through 2-22, just 44 verses today. How lonely sits the city that was full of people. How like a widow has she become, she who was great among the nations. She, who was a princess among the provinces, has become a slave. She weeps bitterly in the night with tears on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, she has none to comfort her. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They've become her enemies. Judah has gone into exile because of affliction and hard servitude. She dwells now among the nations, but finds no resting place. Her pursuers have all overtaken her in the midst of her distress. The roads to Zion mourn, for none come to the festival. All her gates are desolate, her priests groan, her virgins have been afflicted, and she herself suffers bitterly. Her foes have become the head, her enemies prosper, because the Lord has afflicted her for the multitude of her transgressions. Her children have gone away, captives before the foe. From the daughter of Zion, all her majesty has departed. Her princes have become like deer that find no pasture. They fled without strength before the pursuer. Jerusalem remembers in the days of her affliction and wandering all the precious things that were hers from the days of old. When her people fell into the hand of the foe, and there was none to help her, her foes gloated over her. They mocked at her downfall. Jerusalem sinned grievously. Therefore, she became filthy. All who honored her despise her, for they have seen her nakedness. She herself groans and turns her face away. Her uncleanness was in her skirts. She took no thought of her future. Therefore, her fall is terrible. She has no comforter. O Lord, behold my affliction, for the enemy has triumphed. The enemy has stretched out his hands over the precious things, for she has seen the nations enter her sanctuary, those whom you forbade to enter your congregation. All her people groan as they searched for bread. They trade their treasures for food to revive their strength. Lord, O Lord, and see, for I am despised. Is it nothing to you, all you who pass by? Look and see, if there is any sorrow like my sorrow, which was brought upon me, which the Lord inflicted on the day of his fierce anger. From on high he sent fire, into my bones he made it descend. He spread a net for my feet, he turned me back, He has left me stunned, faint, all the day long. My transgressors were bound into a yoke. By his hand they were fastened together. They were set upon my neck. He caused my strength to fail. The Lord gave me into the hands of those whom I cannot withstand. The Lord rejected all my mighty men in my midst. He summoned an assembly against me to crush my young men. The Lord has trodden in the winepress, the virgin daughter of Judah. For these things I weep. 
My eyes flow with tears, for a comforter is far from me, one to revive my spirit. My children are desolate, for the enemy has prevailed. Zion stretches out her hands, but there is none to comfort her. The Lord has commanded against Jacob that his neighbors should be his foes. Jerusalem has become a filthy thing among them. The Lord is in the right, for I have rebelled against his word. But hear, all you peoples, and see my suffering. My young women and my young men have gone into captivity. I called to my lovers, but they deceived me. My priests and my elders perished in the city, while they sought food to revive their strength. Look, O Lord, for I am in distress. My stomach churns. My heart is wrung within me, because I have been very rebellious. In the, seat, in the street the sword bereaves, in the house it is like death. They heard my groaning, yet there is, one who, there is no one to comfort me. All my enemies have heard of my trouble. They are glad that you have done it. You have brought the day you announced. Now let them be as I am. Let all their evil doing come before you and deal with them as you have dealt with me because of all my transgressions. For my groans are many and my heart is faint. How the Lord in his anger has set the daughter of Zion under a cloud. He has cast down from heaven to earth the splendor of Israel. He has not remembered his footstool in the day of his anger. The Lord has swallowed up without mercy all the habitations of Jacob. In, the, in his wrath he has broken down the strongholds of the daughter of Judah. He has brought down to the ground in dishonor the kingdom and its rulers. He has cut down in fierce anger all the might of Israel. He has withdrawn from them in his right hand in the face of the enemy. He has burned like flaming fire in Jacob, consumed all around. He has bent his bow like an enemy, with his right hand set like a foe and he has killed all who are delightful in our eyes. In the tent of our daughter of Zion, he has poured out his fury like fire. The Lord has become an enemy. He has swallowed up Israel. He has swallowed up all its palaces. He has laid in ruins its strongholds, and he has multiplied in the daughter of Judah mourning and lamentation. He has laid waste his booth like a garden, laid in ruins his meeting place. The Lord has made Zion forget festival and Sabbath, and in his fierce indignation has spurned king and priest. The Lord has scorned his altar, disowned his sanctuary. He has delivered into the hand of the enemy the walls of her palaces. They raised a clamor in the house of the Lord, as on the day of a festival. The Lord determined to lay in ruins the wall of the daughter of Zion. He stretched out the measuring line. He did not restrain his hand from destroying. He caused rampart and wall to lament. They languished together. Her gates have sunk into the ground. He has ruined and broken her bars. The king and princes are among the nations. The law is no more, and her prophets find no vision from the Lord. The elders of the daughter of Zion sit on the ground in silence. They have thrown dust on their heads and put on sackcloth. The young women of Jerusalem have bowed their heads to the ground. My eyes are spent with weeping. My stomach churns. My bile is poured out onto the ground because of the destruction of the daughter of my people because infants and babies faint in the streets of the city. They cry to their mothers, Where is bread and wine? As they faint like a wounded man in the streets of the city, as their life is poured out on their mother's bosom. What can I say for you? To what compare you, O daughter of Jerusalem? What can I liken to you, that I may comfort you, O virgin daughter of Zion? For your ruin is vast as the sea. Who can heal you? Your prophets have seen you, false and deceptive visions. They have not exposed your iniquity to restore your fortunes, but have seen for you oracles that are false and misleading. 
All who pass along the way clap their hands at you. They hiss and wag their heads at the daughter of Jerusalem. Is this the city that was called the perfection of beauty, the joy of all the earth? All your enemies rail against you. They hiss. They gnash their teeth. They cry, we have, fall we have swallowed her. Ah, this is the day we longed for. Now we have it. We see it. The Lord has done what he purposed. He has carried out his word, which he commanded long ago. He has thrown down without pity. He has made the enemy rejoice over you and exalted the might of your foes. Their heart cried to the Lord, O wall of the daughter of Zion. Let tears stream down like a torrent day and night. Give yourself no rest, your eyes no respite. Arise, cry out in the night at the beginning of the night watches. Pour out your heart like water before the presence of the Lord. Lift your hands to him for the lives of your children who faint for hunger at the head of every street. Look, O Lord, and see, with whom have you dealt thus? Should women eat the fruit of their womb, the children of their tender care? Should priest and prophet be killed in the sanctuary of the Lord? In the dust of the streets lie the young and the old. My young women and young men have fallen by the sword. You have killed them in the day of your anger, slaughtering without pity. You summoned as if to a festival day, my terrors on every side, and the, to the day of the avenger of the Lord, no one escaped or survived. Those whom I held and raised, my enemy destroyed. you can hear it in the name, is a lament. It's actually a group of five laments, five different poems all put together. And you'll notice, if you look at it, that there are 22 verses in chapter 1 and there are 22 verses in chapter 2. And that's because there are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And each verse begins with a new letter from the Hebrew alphabet in order. So it's an acrostic poem, two separate acrostic poems. Now the Book of Lamentations is technically uh, anonymous. We don't actually know who wrote it, though it's typically accredited to Jeremiah, which is why it is placed in our English Bibles after the Book of Jeremiah. It is on the backside of the destruction of Jerusalem into the exile into Babylon. And the first poem it begins with how lonely sits the city that was full of people how like a widow has she become she who was great among the nations so this is put the first poem is put in the perspective of a widow crying out for the loss of her husband for the and there's nobody there to uh, comfort her there is just such sorrow such genuine human emotion of a brokenness and you got to consider that this is something that the Lord included in his book in the canon that he wanted this poem included these five poems included in his book so that we would have a way to deal with and to process through the confusion and disappointment the hurt the fear the anger all of those emotions that come from terrible destruction that is brought about through sin and wickedness and rebellion against the Lord. 
And so the first poem is from the perspective of a widow who is crying out to the Lord that she has been rejected in the midst of, of the nations. That while God had promised her good, she has received evil. And then the second poem is, oh, sorry, the, the end of the first poem is, you have done all of these things to us. Now, let all of those, the evil doing, all of the, the evil that has been done to us, let that come before you, Lord. Even though you are the one who has allowed this to happen because of our wickedness, because of our rebellion, because of our sin, notice and see, God, what they have done to us, and please bring your justice upon them. My groans are many, and my heart is faint. It says, let all their evil doing come before you and deal with them as you have dealt with me because of all my transgressions. Don't forget also their transgressions. And then the second poem is, uh, a, a, a treatise might be too strong a word, but it's a, it's a reflection, it's a lament about the wrath of God brought about upon Zion, about, upon Jerusalem for her many sins. This is not wrath that came spontaneously. This is not something that the Lord just woke up one day and decided to bring his wrath. He's not fickle like that. This is something that he was he had warned the people through the prophets for years and centuries that if they did not turn back and repent of their transgressions, that his wrath and his judgment would come upon them. And now on the other side of his judgment, they are sitting and trying to make sense of God's judgment upon the city of Jerusalem. And they're owning it. They understand that Jerusalem was a city that was full of iniquity because the people did not repent and the people did not turn back to the Lord. But they are still confused, sad, disappointed, broken, and they're in exile. They have no home anymore. God, the, the city that was full of your praises, the city that was full of your law, there is no law anymore. Where are your people? And so it says, In the dust of the streets lie the young and the old. My young women and my young men have fallen by the sword. You've killed them in the day of your anger, slaughtered without pity. You summoned as if to a festival day my terrors on every side. And on the day of the anger of the Lord, no one escaped or survived. Those whom I held and raised, my enemy destroyed. Man, hard words difficult reality to understand. This is a reality for so many people around the world. Yet this is a unique reality for Jerusalem because Jerusalem was God's holy city. And his people were brought into that city, brought into that nation, established the nation of Israel so that they could be a kingdom of priests, so that God could continue his work of reconciliation for the world that was plunged into sin through Adam and Eve's rebellion. And now we're at a real low point. The city of Jerusalem has been destroyed. What are we to make of this? Now, we can take that out and expand that out and say, God, this world is so broken. This world is so fallen. God, how are you going to continue to restore? Yet, please, hear us, God. We take ownership over the fact that it is our sin that has brought about this calamity. But please don't forget about us. In the midst of all of this, God, what are we going to do? All we can do is hope. All we can do is lament and just be broken over the state of the world and call on to you and say, God, please see what we see. We know that he does. 
But in the midst of sorrow, in the midst of pain, in the midst of judgment, in the midst on the other side of that, God wanted this book included in his canon so that we have words, so that we can lament well, because there will be times of mourning. And so, as we wrap up the reading today, I would ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell you about who God is? What does this section of scripture tell you about yourself? And finally, what was it that the Holy Spirit was, turn, was, was stirring up in, in your heart while we were reading? Take those thoughts and turn them into prayers today. And we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.